Hello, you're listening to Earth Matters, produced in the studios of 3CR Radio Fitzroy, Victoria, on the lands of the Wurundjeri, and broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. I'm Kerry Lee. Welcome to Earth Matters. We bring you environment and social justice stories. Hello and welcome to Earth Matters. This week on the program you'll hear from John Harvey, a Torres Strait Islander filmmaker, and we yarn about two of his latest films. The short film Water, already released, features stunning scenes of cinematography by Murray Louis, another Torres Strait Islander creative. And the documentary film John is producing is currently in post-production and will screen in 2019 on the National Indigenous Television Service. The documentary is named Wabadu Banadu and translates into English Water Shield, a film looking at the effects of mining on community and their waterways up in the Northern Territory and featuring what's happening on the ground with water supplies at the MacArthur River Mine. In this interview coming up, you'll hear how John Harvey, through the ancient art of storytelling and his filmmaking, he explores the issue of water and the environmental importance for Aboriginal communities and all Australians. Firstly, I asked John Harvey to explain the synopsis of the short film he's produced, Water. It's actually inspired by um, uh, a move from that my family, that my mum made, um, with my grandparents from Saibai Island in the Torres Strait to the mainland, and that was in 1947 um, due to rising sea level. The island was being flooded. It's a really low-lying island. And so I kind of was interested in telling this story about these, um, I suppose, for my daughter, um, who didn't get to meet my mum before she passed away. And I wanted to just kind of remind her that she comes from a long line of really strong and um, resilient women. Um, and not just on my side, but on her mum's side as well. So it kind of, I guess that's where it kind of came from. You know, so it was kind of like, that's where it was inspired. It's, it's from um, Torres Strait, but we shot it in the middle of the desert. And tell us about the Salt Lake in which you shot this short film. Beautiful cinematography, if I could say that. Yeah, absolutely. And and um, that was Murray Louis, who's a Torres Strait cinematographer. Um, he's one of the country's finest cinematographers, I think. And he just has a beautiful eye and connection with the story. Um, we shot it out at Lake Gairdner, um, which is in South Australia, and, and even that was an event itself because the, the idea of the film is that it's, it's set in the future, it's in a dystopian world, and a woman is fleeing um, the authorities. Um, she's, she's heavily pregnant and she's fleeing the authorities for the safety of her unborn child. And um, she's crossing a salt lake and on a motorised bicycle and it breaks down and... Um, we learn that there's somebody who's following her, tracking her. Yeah. And why is he tracking her, this other character that comes into play? Well, that, that's part of the, I suppose that's part of the story, is that she doesn't yeah. know um, until the end. And, and he kind of reflects the authorities. And I kind of wanted to play with this idea that in a world where there is a lack of fresh water... And how does that affect populations and population control? So this is kind of set against a world where there is population control. 
And, you know, I don't think we have to go too far back in policies, particularly towards Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people, mm. how that's been used in this country. And so that's kind of, I guess, gives a framework for um, the story within the film. And water is an issue that's on everyone's mind, of course, climate change upon us. And uh, we're experiencing one of the heaviest droughts that we've ever experienced in this country. Yeah, and I mean, we're one of the driest continents in the world. You know, something that we have to think about as a country, and we have... We also, coincidentally, have the largest, one of the largest underground water supplies in the world. Mm. But it's just, you know, we, we seem to operate um, in a world where, where we think that this is unlimited, that our water resources are unlimited. Um, and, you know, I, I think there's a lot of careless action that's occurring in this country in, in regards to our fresh water. And people are fighting over water on the front line, on the ground. That's what's really happening. They're fighting over this commodity. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm um, producing a documentary um, at the moment called Warburu Bunanu. Okay. And the writer-director, Jason DeSantelo, um, he's mobs from Borolua in the Northern Territory. Mm. And the film is about the contamination of the um, MacArthur River. And, mm. you know, you've got the MacArthur River mine there and, um, you know, which is poisoning the river and the water around there. And there's not a lot of, um, I guess, response or from the government and around that po in terms of policy, in terms of laws. Um, you know, you have big corporations that... Um, that are coming in and mining or fracking and the individuals on the ground are kind of don't have a lot of say over that. I think you're seeing it now with fracking as well. Mm. And that's an interesting thing where you've got Indigenous communities and farmers coming together around this issue of water. Which is very interesting, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm. absolutely. Yeah. What feedback have you got from the short film, uh, Water, that we were just previously talking about? Uh, what feedback have you got from um, members of the public, John? Yeah, people have responded really well to the film. Um, it's screened at a few festivals um, and it's, yeah, it's had a really good response, I think, to it's an issue where we as Indigenous people have a really close affinity to because mm. it's around country as well. Mm. So it affects us, it affects our country, it affects our people. And so to have our voice within this kind of conversation, I guess, is a really important thing, you know, because the government's voice is there, the environmentalist voice is there, but we have to make sure that Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voices are present in the conversation. Mm, that's it, and come to the table uh, equal yeah. like everyone else, eh? Hey? Yeah, absolutely. And at what stage are you in now with this uh, new documentary film uh, that you're shooting from up Borolola? Is that in um, pre or uh, in production or post-production? Yeah, the um, project Wobadu Bunanu, um, which means water shield, is in post-production. Uh, so we've actually in picture and sound post at the moment mm. and the film's due to be completed um, by the end of the year. Well, I can't wait to see that one. So, yeah. Yeah, and that'll screen on NITV um, probably next year at some point.
Our film's mm. talk more talking about um, how do you, as a community, when you have a mine like that, that mine's been there like 40 years or so, mm. how do you maintain the welfare uh, and well-being of your family and your community over this extended period of time? And I think what I've found really interesting is you have communities who are going up against big mining companies uh, and governments and that you need to keep your energy as well for your family mm. and community because that's the kind of really important thing and the thing that keeps on carrying. Mm. You know, whereas these these fights with like governments change, people change in companies, you know, like um, it's not, it, it's not that the um, that that fight is useless. Like that's a really important fight mm. to have, yeah. but it's also you just you can't do that at the loss of your family and your community and your culture. Absolutely, I hear and what you're saying. Think, yeah, you're listening to Earth Matters and broadcast on the Community Radio Network with me, Kerry Lee Harding, and today you're listening to our guest on the program. Torres Strait Islander filmmaker John Harvey and we're yarning about two of his latest pieces of film works a short film Water and a feature length documentary for NITV in 2019 called Wabadu Banadu which translates into English Water Shield a film looking at the effects of mining on the community waterways up in the Northern Territory and featuring what's happening on the ground with water supplies at the MacArthur River Mine. You're tuned into Earth Matters, and our guest today on your radio is Torres Strait Islander filmmaker and creative John Harvey. Yeah, and I, we've got a young person in this, Scotty McDinney, who's like a young person who's really standing up for his community and um, and having these conversations. So it, it, I found it really positive and hopeful that, Here's this young guy who's who's out there talking it up, but also keeping the home fires burning within his community as well. Um, and, that, and that's what this film shows. And it, and it's, it has a really kind of positive thing because often, you know, we feel like it's a David and Goliath kind of thing mm. where, um, you know, the, the, the big mining companies are so entrenched with the government that it's, it's impossible. Um, but I think, you know, this film is, is about being proactive and how young people are being proactive within that community. And, um, you know, a big thing for the community was about testing the water and often the feedback would be, like, the community doesn't have control of that information. Mm. It's done by the government and those tests were done post-mine. Right. So what they say is that you can't attribute it to the mine because we don't have the da the base data prior to the mine. Oh, that's all a bit bizarre, isn't it? <laughs> right. It is bizarre. Yeah. It is bizarre. Mm. So this, I suppose, you know, what they're looking to do within the community and what Scotty is doing, who's in the film, Scotty McDinney, is something called citizen sensing. So citizen fencing? fencing? Is that... Citizen sensing, yeah. And it's it's where... People are taking control of that and actually doing... So he'll do the testing within the community of the waterways and work with scientists from the University of Technology in Sydney to collect this data and begin to build up a, a picture of the water and um, contamination within the water. 
How inspiring this young man is on a journey to do such things. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's an extraordinary young person and he's, he's, he's surrounded by extraordinary community members, you know, mm. and elders who, are, um, who have been in this fight for a long time, you know. And, and it is a lot of our older people who are out on the front line negotiating for native title deals or land or water deals as well. So it's good that this young man is working closely with his elders and, and the right ones, sounds like, in community to make things happen, eh? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, and I guess this film also is just kind of showing that, that, you know, it's a young person standing up for this and, you know, because it takes a lot of energy as well. You know, like, and, and he's not, like, getting paid for this stuff, you know. Like, he, he might get Incredible. a bit of pay here and there, but, yeah. it, like, the, the guy could easily get a job and just be comfortable in that and earning good money, but he's taking the road less travelled, you know, for a bigger cause. And yeah. Most certainly. What's his long-term goal? So what does he envision, envisage? What did he share with you that... He, where he would like to be, say, 10 years, 20 years into the future with this, um, yeah, I think with his water testing. About, yeah, yeah what, what he, that the young people in that community have access, their basic right to have access to clean water and that their waterways are respected. You know, I think that that's the big thing for him and that culture is able to maintain that and pass that on so that the next young people are taking his position as he becomes an elder. Um, and, and what's really interesting, too, within this film, we used um, a film called Two Laws, which was done 40 years ago, wow. I think, mm. or so, yeah, up in Borolua, and they were talking about the water contamination. Mm. And, and so what you see within our film is this conversation that was happening 40 years ago and that it's still happening today. So it gives you a really kind of, um, I guess, just that, that reference that this is a long journey. And this isn't uncommon in terms of Indigenous communities. You know, you often hear communities saying, we've been talking about these stories for years and years and years and no one's listening. And I think, like, in the film, like, people have said that, you know, our story in terms of this country, in terms of the waterways here, have always been the same. Our responsibility to our country has always been the same. We've spoken the one story. Mm. But from the other side of the fence, that story has constantly shifted. You know, yeah. the goalposts never stay the same. They always shift according to, you know, who's going to benefit from that. Obviously, it's not about the local community. It's about other interests. And I think that's just something that, like, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people grapple with, okay. but it's something that all of the community within this country need to deal with. You know, we, we can't sit silently while these acts are happening against our environment. No, we need to stand up more, I think, too, as community members, black or white, doesn't matter. Black know? or white, mm. you know, and like you said with the fracking, like the farmers are talking with the blackfellas. You know, they're, they're, they're coming together around this issue. Which, we, know, which and, we need to, ultimately, don't we, to, to get yeah. positive outcomes if we, get, if we are to get any, yeah. 
Absolutely. And there's apparently, you know, thousands of contaminated sites around the country. So it's something that we all need to take on um, because we're, we're paying for it. One way or the other, we're paying for it. We are. And just talking about climate change, I just want to go back to um, early part of our conversation where you mentioned um, where your family are from, Saibai Island. And I know that the um, with climate change, the seawaters are rising. What's the current state of things on your country up there? What's it, what are things like at the moment? Yeah, well, I think there's a new seawall built there. Um, and I think the waters also went over that. Um, really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm actually... Um, working with an uncle of mine and thinking about that story within um, a theatre context. Mm. But I, I think, you know, it, it's a really kind of current issue and there needs to be more focus, there needs to be more funds. It's it's something that a lot of people don't know about. You're absolutely like right, When they yeah. think about sinking islands, they think about the Pacific somewhere or other places. Or the Solomons, that actually, that's right. Or the Solomons, yeah. They don't realise that it's happening in this country. Yeah, yeah. So educating people through film is so important, isn't it? Just telling yarns, sharing stories in order to educate people is um, nothing better than that, I think. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a really important thing. It's a really important thing to have the conversation, you know. I think, mm. you know, if we're complacent, you know, we... I don't know. I think if we're complacent, you know, we... we yeah, we're going to... I said it before, but we'll pay for that. You know, yeah. one way or the other. Either it'll be through contamination, um, you know, or, or our interests won't be looked after as a community. Most certainly. Well, keep up the good fight um, with your film work. It's, it's pretty inspiring thank what you. you're doing, John. So thanks for uh, sharing. Yeah, thanks for sharing thank you, everything Charlie. today. Um, where can people... When can we see the next documentary? Do we know any screening um, places that um, might be happening at yet or not yet? I'm probably getting not, ahead of ourselves yet, here. <laughs> but I'll definitely keep you posted. Yeah, please do. Um, We'd love we're, to we're see We're going to look to have a screening in Melbourne. Okay, um, excellent. We'll also do screenings across the country where we're going to um, partner with um, people like Seed Mob and other campaigns that are happening. Wonderful, To, yeah. to share the film and have the conversation. So... Um, Perhaps we can get the director and um, Scotty McDinney, some mm. of the participants in the film, have a chat with you about yeah. it. Yeah, most well. certainly. You've been listening to Earth Matters and broadcast on the Community Radio Network with me, Kerry Lee Harding. And today on the program, our guest today has been Torres Strait Islander filmmaker John Harvey and we've been yarning on two of his latest pieces of film works, a short film Water and Wabadu Banadu, which translates into English into Water Shield, a film looking at the effects of mining on community waterways up in the Northern Territory and featuring what's happening on the ground with water supplies at the MacArthur River Mine. You're tuned into Earth Matters, and our guest today on your radio has been filmmaker and creative John Harvey. 
And if you want more information on our guest today, John Harvey and his most recent works we've yarned about on the program today, you can go to the Brown Cab production website at www.browncabs.com. To hear this program and others from our Earth Matters team, the various podcasts can be downloaded from our 3CR community radio website at 3crearthmatters.org.au. Earth Matters is produced in the studios of 3CR in Fitzroy, Victoria, on the lands of the Wurundjeri and is broadcast nationally on community radio stations around the country thanks to the Community Radio Network. Earth Matters would like to thank the Community Broadcasting Federation for their very generous financial support. If you'd like to get in touch with us, Mob, you can email earthmatters3cr at gmail.com or visit our Facebook page, Earth Matters 3CR Radio. You can also follow us on Twitter at EarthM Radio. Well, that's all for today. I do hope you've enjoyed listening to the program and thanks for your company this week. And the Earth Matters team will be back again next week with more deadly green social justice news from all over this awesome planet. I'm Kerry Lee Harding. I'll see you next time. Thank you.